0: uh welcome everybody to haunting live podcast uh thank you very much for tuning in today we appreciate you guys being here with us on this weekend and uh tuning in for this special episode this weekend we do have a double podcast for you guys so i'm very excited for this one actually for today because we're talking about a topic that is uh widely discussed and um deeply connected to myself as well and uh had lots of experiences in this subject and it's something i've always wanted to have a expert come on to the show and talk about and we have one of those people on here with us here today all the way from res research in uh, nebraska usa uh, we're honored to have him on the show here so let's bring in barry today and uh talk, talk, talk a little bit about what he does for research in the field of sasquatch research here today on the show Ellie Berry, how are you?
1: I'm good, I'm good. uh, Trevor, I'm just so glad to be here. I'm a little excited, to be honest. But again, thank you for having me.
0: Oh no, the honor is all ours here at Haunting Live. Um, This is a topic I've always wanted to cover more in depth here at the show, um, as I've had experiences with Sasquatch in the past and um, never been able to explain some things. And I'm sure um, listeners that follow us, if they've had experiences, I'm sure we'll get a lot of... Uh, unique detail from you here today as well, so.
1: Good,
0: good. Uh, First of all though, Barry, uh, again, thank you so much for taking your time out. Uh, But I'd like to start here today with you and talk a little bit about your history and your background. Um, What was it like growing up for you? Was that always there in your background? Or was that something that was kind of taught to you or?
1: Yeah, you know, I I don't know if it was, um, I know that historically, that um our people you know have always uh coexisted with them so it was always um i heard it even last night on a show you know in- interwoven uh into our culture so I, I i used an example one time i said i knew about Sitonga before i knew about batman and robin you know i know you guys are in canada you might not know about those two uh superheroes but but it was always uh the, uh, I don't know if I want to call it a legend, but it was always told to us at a very young age. So, you know, that was always, uh, <clears throat> you know, the, the legendary teaching.
0: Yeah, so was it something that um, your parents or even the elders in your tribe would talk to you about? Was there any lessons or teachings that they would tell you growing up?
1: Yeah, yeah, they they always it, it was it was different for us in in a way that um, you know I, I think it taught us about respect and and especially um, my people the way they told they they were who and um, which meant they were holy you know God they were they were highly favored of God and. Uh, They were blessed. They were blessed. Blessed with these special abilities, so it doesn't surprise me, you know, that none of them have been caught or, or you know, they're just. What do we? What do we say? They're elusive, you know. But we've always known that as Native people, you know, they just were. They were designed through God, you know, to not be found and, you know, let alone seen.
0: Right. And that's sort of my belief here too. I'm not going to lay on sort of what I believe on what other people might believe, but um, that is sort of the general idea, I think, behind the creatures. There's sort of these elusive beings that are mysterious. Is that sort of your belief as well, or is that what you lean towards?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say, I'm sorry, I'm getting my footrest here. Um, I didn't mean to sink in my chair, but, uh, you know, I I, I, I would say, I would say so. Um, you know, in my case, my, I'm, I'm a little different, I think. You know, I, I've had some very, um, very uh, <coughs> wonderful, um, and I, I believe me, I'm not trying to <coughs> over this, but I've had some incredible encounters. <coughs> <coughs> excuse me in a sense that they were face-to-face. And in fact, um, if, if I was a bragging man, you know, I, I would say that I have probably had um, some of the most amazing encounters you'd ever want to tell, you know. Um, it, it's been a blessing to me and a blessing, you know, from God, really, uh, that, I, that I've been able to experience that with team members also. So, yeah. So yeah. I don't know that that they're not designed to be seen. I, I just think it's, it's in the approach.
0: Right. So you believe more that they are kind of more like spiritual in the sense that you're able to see them because they allow you to be seen?
1: Yeah, I, 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 I wholeheartedly believe, you know, for me, it's a spiritual thing because that's how my people, that's how we view them. So it's not a good old boy, let's get together, Canadian style. Let's go hunt these guys, you know. It's, uh, it's more of a, we take it, uh, we treat them with a lot of respect. And uh, our approach is uh, very uh, unique to, to what we believe. And that is um, respect, humility, and, and, and through prayer. So...
0: Right. I believe that, too, actually, on my side of things, when we investigate spirits and energy that way as well, we do the same thing here. We treat them with respect. And the more you respect what you're looking for, I think you'll find what you're looking for.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So um, next question I have for you, Barry, is what was your sort of background belief in the paranormal side of things. Does that relate to you guys in your tribe as well? Do you have beliefs in the paranormal?
1: Yeah. Yeah. We call them, um, we call the spirits or the ghosts, paranormal, whatever you want to call it. We call them one. So we, we have a, we have a, um, a word for that too. And in fact, Trevor, I don't mean to interrupt this, but can I share this with my page now?
0: Oh, yes, take a moment, and uh, there should be a post up there for you to share now, as well as anybody else that's watching, if you feel free. uh, If you're interested, do share our work. It helps us out a lot, actually.
1: Okay, let me see here. Mix it, minimize. Okay, I'm not seeing. um, Okay, so if I share this one, Trevor, it says, Dawning Podcast Season 2, Episode 22.
0: Uh, This one should be Episode 23. If you refresh, there should be a new one there
1: okay all right hang on here yeah there we go let me let me share that real quick and we'll get back to the show huh
0: awesome i appreciate that Barry, a lot and anybody else like i said that feels free to share our work if you're interested in what we do it does help us out a lot so
1: share to your group there it is
0: awesome yes we are live right now with barry here on haunting Live podcast discussing the cryptid of sasquatch and what his beliefs are and uh what research he has done on the subject here
1: all right i'm good
0: again thank you so much for (laughs) being here barry and uh we started the interview just a few moments ago for those tuning in thank you so much for taking your time out and watching us today here on haunting live um, so I was just asking you before we took a moment there what your beliefs were in the paranormal. Um, how does that relate to Sitonga and Sasquatch in your tribe? Does that actually connect at all on any level, or is it all spiritual? Or?
1: I, I, I think it, I, I think I said one time that before you get to the, uh, the Sitonga, you got to deal with a little bit of paranormal, the spirit side of it. And so I, th- I think it directly relates. You know, I I, I I I have to tell you that that we've kind of become uh, kind of immune to maybe uh, seeing a spirit, you know, before we interact with sitonga. And uh, then we we've developed, and even our our tribal elders taught us that you set out tobacco when the spirits come around, and you ask them to leave, and uh, we, we at Red watching have come up with our own little saying you know we uh, we say uh, you know leave we're not here for you you know and that seems to work you know so oh I, I, absolutely though I, I agree there's a direct correlation it's, it's hand in hand you know.
0: Yeah, I believe that as well. When we do our investigations on our side things, we always have to be respectful to what we're doing and the locations that we're at as well. And I think the more you do that, the more interaction you have. So yeah. I think that works the same way. Do you feel that um Sitanga Sasquatch is sort of above spiritual level? You know what I mean? Like, do you think spirits are on one level and they're sort of on the next level?
1: I You know, I haven't really... Looked at it that way, but as you pose that question, I, I, I think so. I, I, I think um, you know. I, I honestly, I never looked at it that way, but I, I'll tell you this though: that I, I think um, you know. I'll go back to our our, our beliefs, and that is, is um, you know, God created everything, you know, and including the the sea tonga, um and our our. Our research has taught us that they are very receptive to prayer and to the uh, if you're a if you're a Christian, you, you you'll know about the Holy Spirit. And so that, that's something I, I I strongly believe in that, that there's a direct connection. That there's something going on there that that may be missing in, in the Sitanga's life and their their yearning for that spiritual um upliftment, I guess, for lack of a better word, so.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think that as well. Um, let me ask you another question here then next. Um, sir, what was your teachings from the elders about the paranormal field? Have they taught you anything about the background of it, like, before you got uh, into it yourself?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think a lot of times, you know, some of our elders, because they didn't fully understand, um, it was always easier to say, stay away from them, you know, leave them alone. Um, you know, I, I used to get that until people really understood my motive. And my motive was simply to, to pay respect to them. And, and today, you know, I think people fully understand that I go out there to pray for them and to interact in a, in a good way. Um, in fact, I'll say this and it's no secret that I have, I have built a, a relationship with them now. And, you know, if, if you don't believe me or just come on out with me, you know, or, or watch my podcast, I don't get too in depth mm-hmm. off my lives, you know, but I think there's no doubt that, that there's, we we've, we've built a relationship with them.
0: Yeah, I see that as well. I think they touch upon that on these different shows and whatnot, and I'm not going to talk about the shows at all because I want to more stick to what you do and your research here today, but um, they do say the more you start interacting with them, the more they get used to you, and do you feel that? Like, do you feel that with you going out, you're making a connection that way?
1: Yeah, I, I, you know, let me, uh, not to single myself out uh, from the rest of the what I, what I call this chaos in the Bigfoot world, you know, and, you know, I, I I don't take anything personal and I don't, I'll be honest with you, I don't follow a lot of people, not out of disrespect, because it's just, I, I if I don't agree, you know, I don't have an opinion either, you know, but I do respect people who, who take the time and, and make that sacrifice to do what they do. Um, but I, I can tell you that, uh, it, it's, it's, it's been nothing short of a blessing my re, our relationship with them and I don't think my team would, would argue that That I think there's something special going on, you know, with me and them.
0: So you've said before that you actually go out, you might be heading back out tonight, in fact. Um, how many areas or hot spots as you call them, do you actually go to?
1: Well, I maybe go to three or four. It just depends on the activity level in those spots. You know, sometimes, you know, uh, through inspiration or through interaction, we just we stay in that area for a while. You know, so it depends. It varies. I may go to two. It, It depends on the activity level. And obviously some of our objectives, what we're trying to get out of that night. (laughs)
0: yeah right for sure Um, sort of what do you experience when you go out what's your sort of end goal when you go out on an investigation trying to get activity Uh, what sort of activity do you encounter first and how do you know that that is happening
1: well I think um, (coughs) sometimes it's by feel and sometimes I I have a specific question that I want to know and so what's been really interesting for me is, is the, the, the communication part. Um, how do I know when they're answering me? You know, how do I know when we're getting our answer? And uh, so that, that's been exciting and amazing. Uh, so that, that's kind of, um, you know, it just depends. Um, you know, sometimes I take groups out sometimes I just want them to see the eye shine or I'll ask them to throw a rock or, or to show, give us a sign. So it depends, you know, on the situation.
0: Yeah. So you sort of know when things are happening by sort of the activity that starts up. Um, what's, what's the one most common thing that you have happen when you go out?
1: Well, I, I think, uh, the most common thing is, is, is the eye shine. Curiosity. They um they like to come check me out. And they get they get a little timid when, when someone's new with me, but eventually they, they come out. So that's that's probably the most common. I, I don't get too much into um, you know, the, the wood knocks. That that happens once in a while, but for the most part, I, I think they just like listening to me, you know, my message, my spiritual message or or sometimes It's almost like they just listen to me, you know, as a friend, you know, that's been pretty neat.
0: Well, especially if you have that special connection with them, that only you go out there, you communicate with them and setting them energy and stuff like that. So you're reaching out to them on that sort of spiritual level. I think they would have more of a connection with you. Do you find that if you do bring somebody out or you go with a group, do you get less activity or they sort of don't come around as much if there's somebody new with you then?
1: Um, before early on, that used to happen, but as, as they got comfortable with me and I think they trust me. So now they'll come out no matter who I have with me. Um, I don't, I don't like to get too, um, to ask too much out of them. You know, um, the eye shine is, is I, I think that blows people away enough, you know,
0: Right, I think eyeshine is something physical, right? Somebody that is looking for something, they see something physical like eyeshine, they're yeah. like, oh yeah, there is something there. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Where yeah. I think more for you, is it more of a spiritual, you can sort of see other things that people can't really see, like detecting-wise. Like, can you detect their energy, feel that they're there, or...
1: Yeah, yeah, I can... You know, um, they were... It was interesting... Um, on this show, I'll just say this show, all right? They were talking about uh, poking or going invisible. And um, my people have always, you know, and some tribes are a little different, but my people have always said that, you know, they they, they can go into another dimension. They, they, they can, uh, they're a spirit, you know, basically what, what my elders would say, they can go from a physical form, and I, this show last night, these guys are really freaking out about, you know, they shine the light on the eyes or the thermal, and there was nothing there, but there was, uh, uh there was nothing there. And so, and I, I just found that a little interesting, you know, that someone's finally catching up, you know.
0: Well, that's what I mean, right, Barry? I think a lot of um, things these days are becoming more, insightful, being more aware of things around how things work in the world. And I think this is one of them. Like another topic I might talk to you about too today is the UFO activity. Like that has been a hot topic lately as well. And a lot of people say they're connected. Is that something that you kind of believe at all? Or do you think that UFOs <laughs> and Sasquatch are connected?
1: Um, you know, I I, I believe there, there has to be some kind of connection um, I'm one of those guys, and I told a couple people this. I said, when if you go squatching with me, not everything's a Bigfoot just because you hear noises out there, you know. And, um, and I'm a uh, what they call, excuse me, oh, I'm what they call a boots on the ground kind of researcher. And I kind of like that little phrase if you want to call it, but um. If I if I haven't seen a UFO around, you know, Sitonga, then, you know, I'm not I'm not gonna go out on a limb, but I'm not ruling out anything with these guys, you know. Um, I did see a, a alien one time, but then there was no Sitonga around, so you know I I, you know I, I know they both exist, but I, I I haven't seen you know that connection yet.
0: Right, too. Um, maybe I'll get you to explain that experience too, if you can, and uh, if you're willing to talk about what you saw. But um, you also said to me a while ago, too, when we're talking before the podcast here today, that you've seen lights as well on your property, or on the reserve as well. Can you talk about the lights' connection with Chitonga?
1: Yeah, you know, I, I, I never, honestly, I never wanted to believe that, you know, because I, I saw, I've had some really uh, great face-to-face. Up close encounters with them, not something just walking by. You know, I, it there was face to face interaction, and so I've always was of the opinion that they're physical, physical people. Really, that's how much respect we have for them. We, we label them as people, and um, but I, I'll tell you that um, that it, it was always. Uh, uh, one of those deals where, you know, I'm not sure if I, I believed it yet until I actually saw it and experienced it myself. Um, not to deviate from the question, but one time in, uh, on this show last night, I'm going to refer to the show again. They, they heard the footsteps coming toward them. And then they actually got scared and, and you know, left. Well, one time I stayed right there while my brother videoed uh, the depressions that walked 60 yards from me at least, boom, 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 and walked a foot up from me. I could see in the grass his foot depressions in the grass while he stood right. I could I could feel his presence. And so that, that was a little, uh, I got a little chuckle out of that because, you know, how how are you going to uh, learn anything if you run just because you get you know a little scared? So, you know, I, I think I even forgot your question, but I think for the most part, it, it, it's it's uh it's one of those deals where, you know, they they come in and out, and they they come in many forms. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's um, something I've heard as well that they tend to. Sort of manifest into whatever form they feel they can do because how else do you explain things like um, people find trackways, right? They'll see the tracks on the ground or in a snow bank or something, and there's only like a stretch of them, and then they suddenly stop in the middle of nowhere. Like that's unexplainable to me,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, they, yeah, and maybe you know this already, but they also, um, they get in trees, they'll they'll travel by trees too, just to uh avoid maybe making some of them traps.
0: Now, when you say they travel by trees, do you mean they actually get, use the trees as a travel way? Like they use the branches on the outside? Or do you mean they actually are able to usually yeah. use like the energy of the, the world or the forest and travel that way through
1: plants and stuff? Well, well I, I got a real credible uh, witness one time. He said, Barry, he said, have you experienced this? And I said, well, what? He said, um he he said it looked like the predator in the trees. And it was broad daylight. You could see that that shimmer. And it was moving from tree to tree. And he said the whole outline was was a was a bigfoot <clears throat> and a very credible witness. And I guess I got a new one for shimmer. Uh, materialized, dematerialized. So I kind of like that new, new uh, word for it. So then I got another report that it did that. So, you know, they, um, they have many foreign, very intelligent beings. So I think maybe even as of today, they're traveling that way. You know, people think they run and hide. But I think really they're just dematerialized, maybe resting somewhere. You know, out in the open. You know, who knows? So I think there's a little more to it than that.
0: I agree, too. I think they have certain abilities that we just haven't caught up with yet. We can't figure it out fully. Um, One question I've always had, too, in my mind, this is just one off the top of my head for you. Um, You know, we live in a city setting. Usually we're usually around people. um, But I don't understand why we only have experiences, say, out in the wilderness or out in the forest but a lot of people think that's because that's their habitat, but like, why don't they come to us more often? Like on the reserve, do you ever have them coming like right up to you guys?
1: You know, I, (laughs) that's a really, I'm glad you asked that question because, um, where I live right down the hill from me, there's a creek, creek bed down there and they'll travel through that. So they're, they're coming in the back of houses, um, they're, they're right in the middle, right in town. So um, given the right terrain, right environment, you know, they'll, they'll travel anywhere. Um, lately, it's been happening for years now. But down below, these dogs just go crazy. Every neighborhood dog is, is I get awoken by some of it because, you know, um, they're, they're moving through and the dogs just go bananas over that. So,
0: yeah, I guess that's one clue. It's kind of like an alarm clock almost when the dogs start barking, you know, there's something around, right?
1: Yeah. Well, then there's a different bark too, right? Yeah, they, they, you know, when when it's something more serious than, than just somebody walking by, you know, dogs tell you a lot.
0: Is that why they tend to be more afraid of dogs? Like I've heard them attacking dogs a lot. Is that something that you find?
1: Yeah. We, my, my grandma had a, a big dog. It, it used to battle them, physical battle. In fact, we were close by when, when they actually got into a, a tussle. Her dog got into uh, leave a tussle with maybe some juveniles, and um, they – they, they'll they put up with so much before they, you know, zap them or <laughs> give them a good whack, you know, so.
0: So I'm going to stick to this topic for a bit here and being about right in your area where you are, like in your community, um, how many people experience these? Like how many reports do actually come out of your community?
1: How many reports?
0: Yeah, like how many activity, like is there a lot of activity around your area?
1: Yeah, I, I would say um, I'm a, I will be conservative and say that I think sometimes it picks up. I would say on average, if everybody would would report it, there's probably two a week with with some really, you know. And, and let me let me clarify something because. Some people think just because they accidentally saw one that, that it's a comparison now. You know, I think anybody can get lucky and, and see one as they drive by, but there's a big difference between the spiritual connection and having a relationship. I mean, you do the math. You know, I probably saw them over 300 times and quit counting as of last year even, you know? I don't think that matters anymore to me, but there's a big difference when, when you say, hey, I saw one, Barry thinks he's a big badass researcher. Well, you know, I, I think there's a big difference from more, over 300 versus your one sighting. you know? And I wanna make that point, uh, a young relative came on there and tried to blast me because of my, my Christian lifestyle and what makes you so special. And, you know, I, I don't, you know, it's over with. I don't care about that. But I want to make that point that there is a big difference, you know. So,
0: Well, a, a lot of that has to do with belief, too, right? I think, like, even oh, like yeah. I said earlier, we investigate the paranormal side of things here, what we do, Haunting like Podcast. So we'll go out. We'll take our tools, we'll use our own abilities, our own senses, and try to communicate with the energy that's out there. So that's showing them respect. Like, you don't go out to a place and show it disrespect, you're not going to have anything happen. I think it's the same way with any creature, whether it's a live animal or it's a spiritual Sitanga or a sasquatch. Like, you're trying to communicate with that being. So you're not going to go out there and show it disrespect because it's not going to communicate with you.
1: Absolutely. Yeah
0: we do the same thing like we don't get activity from the paranormal side of things and spirits and activity or trying to communicate if they don't want to show respect back to you it's the same talking to a normal person right it works the same way so
1: yeah
0: and that's sort of what this podcast is about too um this podcast here came out of the pandemic and since we can't get out into investigations we have to do things a different way but you know a lot of people do things the same thing but they just do it in their own way so this podcast is sort of to show how people do things as well so Yeah. So um, so my next way I want to go here is let's talk a little bit about your experiences. Is there something that you want to share with us that you're talking before you had some very up-close, like face-to-face encounters? Can you sort of describe one of those incidences and sort of how that happened?
1: Yeah, I want to um, talk um, talk about one in particular, and then I'm going to go back to the show again. They, they heard footsteps and something coming toward them and, you know, bam, they were gone, you know. And, and, and I have to admit, it, it kind of made me chuckle because, um, you know, uh, I, I went out with uh, one of my nephews and um, we were sitting in his car. And um, in fact, um, we, uh, we were in his cop car, to be honest with you. And uh, he had to, um, we were taking care of some business and he said, we were all along the way and he stopped in there and, and we just started listening. And um, all of a sudden we, we could hear these footsteps and they walked right next to his side, the driver's side while he was in his full uniform. And um, all of a sudden he, he, his head bobbed And he said, oh, shit, excuse my my French or my Canadian there. And uh, his head bobbed, and he said, oh, uncle, man. He said, I got dizzy. And I said, you okay?" And he said, you hear that? Somebody's coming. Little did we know that at the time, those were footsteps that walked right by his, his driver's side. Then they came around my side. And then they went behind this trailer and started moving leaves. You could hear it really moving the leaves, like rushing them all the way. But that was that was one that was was actually uh, dematerialized. I'm using my new word. And, um, so that that was interesting. I, I forgot all about that in, that encounter. So that that was really strange. How how. You know, they, they have that same effect as, as a spirit would. You know, I've heard that spirits go through you or by you. You know, they give you that same effect, that weak feeling. So that was interesting. So
0: Yeah, they do. Um, spirits can do that as well. Spirits can actually drain your energy because they use th- your energy to manifest, right? They'll connect to you on that spiritual level. Start draining your energy. We'll get that with... Um, paranormal tools that we use as well like the recorders and stuff like that our batteries will drain right away we know there's some energy around that's doing that so because that it's not supposed to happen you're supposed to be able to have power to your equipment and stuff so um what's your do you believe that they have some sort of um energy where they can do that to you do you feel that they sort of attack your energy at all have you ever had that happen? like some people call it being zapped or something like that they'll say they did this to me or that to me, and I felt weird after.
1: Yeah. You know, I I actually believe I probably got zapped twice. But I, you know, I, I've seen them drain our batteries. I, I've seen all that. But I, I think, again, as the relationship, excuse me, built, you know, I think as the relationship got stronger, um, I see less and less of that now. So, you know, it, it seems to happen with people they don't trust or, or there's a lack of trust. So I, I think they can do that, but they're very selective about when they do that. Like, I, I haven't had one happen to me in years. But again, you know, I think because of the, the bond, you know, it's gotten, it's gotten better.
0: No, that's a good thing. I think that they recognize you as a friend and they can come up to you and trust you. So um, let's go that way. I guess then when people go out there and try to have an experience with them, um, do you feel that they don't like that? Do they not like people? Why do you think they don't allow, want that communication? Is there a reason why, do you think?
1: Yeah. I, I, You know, um, a lot of people probably um you know want want that relationship or want an experience and based on my research like for example maybe two weeks ago i took a a relative out and um he just had a real good spirit about him and we had we had some very he he had very good activity but I could feel that, that that calmness and that peace about his spirit. You know, very humble individual. And, you know, again, I'm going to say it. We've been saying that for years, you know. About they know who you are. They know your heart. They can feel your energy. And um, just like we humans, you know, it's no different. And so... You know, I, I, I think that's very much true that, that they know who you are. Cause this, this gentleman, first time he ever went out with me, I don't think he's ever been squatching. And we just, you know, he, he complimented me very well. And uh, we actually saw one on my thermal. So that was, that was nice. Um,
0: so do you find that as they trust you more, um, I don't know if you've ever done things to try to gift things to them. I know there's a thing called gifting out there. People try to um, sort of get their trust and gain their trust by giving them things. Is that something that you have done or have you just done that on a spiritual level?
1: I, I've done that on a, um, some of my team members do it all the time. Which, which I don't you know I don't think anything toward that I, I think that's a nice gesture um, however I, I I don't I don't do it all the time because I think what I've what I've grown into is is more of the uh, that spiritual message and in the prayer you know I, I think they really appreciate that so that's kind of my gift to them I don't get too much into the uh, Uh, hang on, When you come get this, give this to mom, excuse me, got a phone call coming from my son, take this to mom, yeah, yeah, hang on, I'm on the live, yeah, so anyway, continuing.
0: Yeah, no, just about the gifting, so you believe more in the spiritual side than trying to attract them with little things and like uh, physical things, you would rather present them more spiritual message towards yeah. them.
1: Yeah. I, 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 I do it sometimes based on, you know, the feel or the situation, you know, sometimes I, uh, there's been some really special, special occasions where, where I just felt it in my heart to give them, you know, and I find that they usually give me back, you know, so, and I, I believe that, you know,
0: so what was one experience that you can share that um was a result of you sort of opening up to prayer like when, was there one really big moment that you had like what was the most overwhelming moment that you kind of had with these
1: You know I um I had I have maybe I had maybe several of them Um uh, if I understand your 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 question right Um, You're asking me, um, when did I have to pray for them? Can you repeat that again?
0: Yeah, sure. More along the lines of using prayer and using spiritual belief, uh, what was the most, I guess, biggest experience that you had with one of these creatures? Was it something that happened because you did the prayer or was it something, what was the most memorable one that you had?
1: Well, lately... I got some uh, interesting news and I'm going I'm to leave it at that. But I got my answer through a prayer. It, it was this feeling I got along with one standing there. And I had a uh, team members there to kind of witness that. So um, it's, it's been a, I, I believe, and I, I, I don't claim to be a medium. I made that very clear. Um, but I will say that, that there is this uh, through the the Holy Spirit, you know, I'm able to feel, you know, what they're trying to tell me, you know, I don't, I don't believe in that. That's not what God says, you know, we should be doing. So I believe this, that, that he'll communicate through the Holy Spirit to me through them, you know.
0: So there was one present there when you received a message yourself then for something that you were asking for.
1: Oh, you, you asked. Was there a present there? A gift? You mean?
0: Um, no, like a presence. Like there was one of these creatures there at the time that you received a message that you were waiting for. Yeah,
1: yeah. There, there's times when, when they're 25, 30 feet from me, you know, uh, giving me the message and sharing the prayer. So there's a, you know, I, I guess as I look back, there's a lot of things that are going on, you know, in terms of communication and and closeness, uh, proximity of their location.
0: Do you feel that they're kind of like protectors then at all? Do you feel like they're there to sort of protect you and your interest or their interest?
1: Yeah, yeah, I I think they're a a protector in a way that um, they protect themselves. I, I think there's a, you know, there's a, uh, there's, there's what I would call a covenant made, you know, they're, they're serving their time out here on earth till the second comings and God has made it so that they would be protected. You know, people get bent out of shape when they pass laws that you can kill them. And, you know, I, I just believe that, that they're very special beings you know, and under God's guidance and under his, his will, you know, they're, they're okay. You know?
0: Well, that's just it. Um, my sort of personal belief is I don't think one of these can be killed to be honest. I think they just have too many abilities that that's not going to happen. If it would happen, I think it would happen by now. Right. So I don't think yeah. that's going to happen ever. Um, I think the people on sort of the right side sort of thing that believe that they're pure animal and this and that, and they're just elusive and all that. I think there's way more to the subject than,
1: oh. than
0: them being just an animal, right? Yeah. I don't know if for sure that they have powers or they have abilities, but I think there's definitely more to the story than them just being a normal everyday animal. So.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, sort of, what's your personal belief then? Um, I was going to ask you this one as well. What's your personal belief in the whole thing? Like, what do you think that they are? And what do you think is going to happen in the future?
1: Um, who, who are they, right? Is that what you're asking? You know, I, I used to withhold that and, and be leery of ridicule or what someone thinks. But anymore, I, I guess I've always never really cared, you know, what, what you thought of what I did and and how I do it, because that was for me, you know? And a lot of times, you know, people are just too chicken, you know, to even go out and find out for themselves, you know? Um, So my people, we have a saying that we go against the current. So I think that's where I get that a little bit, you know? I'm always always not afraid to go against the secular world, you know, but but that's okay, I, I, I think. To answer the question um, through prayer through through critical thinking through through gathering of evidence um, through pondering about it um, I can tell you without a, a shadow of a doubt that I believe these are descendants of Cain and they are here till the second coming and It says it in Genesis, I think chapter six or eight can't be, I can't verbatim the the, the scripture right now, but um, I have no doubt because of, again, my research that that these are descendants of Cain and um, that they have multiplied and they're all over now because they've been here so long. Um, But I believe that God... God has them here because they're under a curse and uh, man tries to interrupt that, but God already had it set up this way for them. That's why they have these wonderful gifts. And so, you know, take it as you want, you know, any listeners out there, but, but I'll remind you, you know, I've had some close encounters and, and I, I've seen these guys up close. So, you know again take it as you want
0: you know nope that's great everybody has their own belief and um some are on the right side of things some are on the left side of things so that's totally open to everybody's interpretation i think as well so um sort of just to finalize things here before we let you go today and I think I touched on this a little bit before, but um, do you feel that they actually bring messages to us, like is there anything they're trying to tell us or teach us?
1: you know i I, I raised that question on my page, and um, i I believe this that that they are are somehow denied maybe uh, that interaction you know because of their curse. And this may shock some people, but I think they are trying to be and honor their curse. And by saying that, what I mean is that that they are denied some blessings and they're cut off from God right now. So what they do is they're trying to be as 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 uh, committed and and follow the rules, you know, so to speak, so they can you know regain you know their their original appearance basically i know that sounds deep but it is what it is man
0: yeah it is and i think that's come up before in different topics people talk about um that there's some path that they're on there's some reason why they have certain rules that they have to follow so that does actually make sense i think there is a connection there yeah Okay, well, thank you very so much for taking your time today. It's been an honor to have you and to be able to actually meet you as well. I know we've been talking back and forth a little bit, so it's great to finally have you on the show here today. Um, just before we let you go, though, is there anything that you are working on that you want to sort of talk about or promote? How have things been uh, during the COVID and stuff for you?
1: Well, I'll tell you this, you know, um, that, that we have what I would what I would call um, oh, so how, how can I say this without uh, sounding too boastful? I, I think we have reached the pinnacle uh, in our research, and I'll leave it at that for for a day to come. And those people who who uh, who have experienced that with me or had privy privy to that, they know what I'm talking about. So. Um I don't think that there's there's any rush but stay tuned. Stay tuned, Trevor.
0: Uh we will for sure. We'll be uh watching you guys and um you want to promote your Facebook live a little bit before we go? I know that you go live on Facebook doing streaming while you're investigating, so people might be interested in that as well.
1: You bet, you bet. Join um you can join Resquatching Research, all of you Canadians. Um, It's called Rez, R-E-Z, Res Squatching Research Community. Uh, Come join us. Um, Probably uh, uh, one of the premier uh, investigative teams out there. Um, uh, My page is growing every day. Um, I'm grateful for that. And uh, again, it's been a blessing from God uh, what we've experienced. Um, Also, what I'd like to do is when we cut off i'd like to stay talking to you trevor so thank you for having us it was a pleasure
0: yeah thank you so much uh yeah we'll just close off here for today and then um i'll give you a call right back on zoom how's that
1: yeah sounds good
0: okay thank you so much barry for being here res watching research everybody um i believe it's you and your brother that run the group you bet yep uh good luck tonight and good luck in uh finding some more evidence and uh hopefully you capture some great stuff tonight when you go Yeah. thank you thank you so much yeah and that was barry from resquatch research he is in nebraska usa this has been a special podcast here at haunting live Uh, we have a double podcast weekend this weekend for everybody so be sure to tune in Uh, Tomorrow, for our regular scheduled podcast, Uh, we have Tina, the Moonstone medium, coming on, and she's going to be talking about Reiki and some medical Reiki and what that's all about. So, it should be interesting tomorrow as well. Um, Again, thank you to Barry and Resc watching research for being here today. It's been an honor to have him on the show, and um, it's been great to talk about a topic that's been um experienced by me personally and us here haunting life so we've had experience in this field as well and it's great to get some answers directly from somebody um especially in the native community there in the omaha reservation so thank you so much uh for coming on today barry and thank you everybody for tuning in uh this is haunting live podcast if you're new here please subscribe to our youtube channel uh if you miss the live show here you can watch it on facebook later on or you can also listen to it on the podcast podcast apps if you miss uh watching anything on social media if you just want to tune in later on um, also we will be uploading it to YouTube for the YouTube premiere as we do every week right here around 11 o'clock later tonight so uh check that out if you miss the live show here on our social media but thank you guys so much for tuning in don't forget to check out our website which is hauntedlightpodcast.com we have different events happening we have our merch store as well where you can get some great items from us Uh, We mostly sell crystals and smudging materials and stuff we use in the paranormal field. So if you're new, uh, feel free to go check us out, hauntedlightpodcast.com. But thank you so much again, everybody. Have a great weekend and uh, stay safe.